Hello friends, my name is Eric Cloward and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism and I break it down to its most important points. I do my best to talk about how we can apply this into our daily lives. I share my experiences, both my successes and my failures, and hope that you can learn something from them, all within the space of a coffee break. This week's episode is called Two Sides of the Same Coin. Epictetus said, Some things are within our power, while others are not. Within our power are our opinion, motivation, desire, aversion, and in a word, whatever it is of our own doing. Not within our power are our body, our property, reputation, office, and in a word, whatever is not of our own doing. One topic that I revisit on the podcast repeatedly is how important it is for us to control the things that we can and let go of the things that we can't. For me, this is one of the most important lessons that we can learn in Stoicism and probably the most important thing that we can apply in our lives. And in this episode, I want to talk about how we can be more mindful of what we can control and what we cannot control. According to the Stoics, we control very little. Mostly, we can control our thoughts and our perspective, our choices and our actions. Everything else is outside of our control. And for many people, the idea that we are so small, powerless, and insignificant is a very unsettling thought. When I think about control, I liken it to two sides of the same coin. If you're controlling the things that you can and letting go of the things that you can't, you're being effective in respecting yourself. You're the master of yourself. If you're trying to control things that you can't, like other people or the circumstances that you are facing, then you are not controlling what you can and you are wasting your time and energy. You can't control yourself and external things at the same time. You can do one or the other. Now, many people are unsettled by the idea that they have so little control in their lives. It makes them very anxious, and sometimes people get angry about that. They want to feel like they're more in control. They don't like the fact that they have so little power in the world to influence things. They feel like their lives are not under their control. And what I find most interesting is that the people that I've met who feel this way ironically generally choose to blame other people for the things that they are unhappy about. They blame their partner or their parents or immigrants, the government, the weather, bad luck the devil, the list goes on. Rather than do the hard work of being responsible for themselves and their emotions and their choices, they blame other people and they give up any control that they might have had to affect change in their lives. Now, when we choose not to control the things that we can, we're allowing ourselves to become a victim. When we have options in front of us that we could take, but we don't make a choice or take an action, then we are at least partially responsible for our situation. And I say partially because we may be in a situation that we don't like, but we may have done nothing to get ourselves there. For example, if you're in a car accident because of someone else's recklessness, you may have an injury that you are not responsible for. But how you approach your recovery is up to you. You may not recover fully back to health because there are things outside of your control, but how you see and act in your lives, despite these challenges, is always your choice. So, what about things that we don't have control over? This is where the idea of control dovetails with amor fati, that we love our fate, meaning that fate, circumstances, life, happens to all of us. 
whether we like it or not. We don't have control over what life sends our way, but we do have control over how we respond. Now, it may be true that you are a victim of circumstance and that you are suffering from something outside of your control. Natural disasters, political upheavals, and wars, for example, are all things that have profound impacts on us that we have no control over. These things also limit the choices and opportunities that a person might have. I consider myself very lucky that I have never had to live through any of these kind of events, which makes me even more empathetic to those who have had to suffer through them. I hope that if I were ever tested with any of these, that could put my Stoic teachings into practice. Now, one of the most frustrating things that we struggle with in life is other people. If other people just acted the way that we wanted, then life would be so much easier. But that's the thing. They never do. And as much as we may want, people are never going to act exactly the way that we want them to. When we learn to let go of trying to control other people and their thoughts and actions, and focus on showing up in the world in the way that we want to, then we can let go of what other people do or think. We can focus on what we do and think. We can make our choices and take actions that are in line with our values, regardless of what other people are doing. And we can be the person who we want to be, no matter what is happening around us. Epictetus said, The chief task in life is simply this, to identify and separate matters so that I can clearly say to myself which are externals not under my control and which have to do with the choices I actually control. Where then do I look for good and evil? Not to uncontrollable externals, but within myself to the choices that are my own. Since we have so little that we control, what can we do to maximize our influence? What can we do to be more effective with the things that we do have control over? I think much of it comes to mindfulness, that we are in control of and aware of our own minds. If we are not paying attention to the thoughts in our minds, it makes it very challenging to understand why we make the choices and take the actions that we do. Meditation and journaling are still two of the best methods for understanding the workings of our own minds. When we're in a challenging situation, we need to understand how our mind works and that we have practiced how we want to respond in any situation. When I was first starting out in college, I was enrolled in the musical theater program. I wanted to be an actor and a singer, and a big part of being a being good at that was rehearsal. When cast in a play, there were weeks of rehearsals in order to perform our best. Sometimes it was incredibly challenging. I had long days of school, followed by running lines and practicing dance numbers or staging, and it was exhausting. And the thing is, is that we certainly didn't get right the first few times. And often we had to practice a dance number dozens of times, night after night, to the point where I would almost be annoyed by the music and the dance moves. But as soon as we hit opening night and the show started, there was always this excitement night after night as the hard work that we had put in showed up on stage. And even then, each performance got a little better. When we take the time to think through and imagine how we want to behave in a certain scenario, it can go a long way towards helping us develop better responses in difficult situations. And you can do this in journaling by writing down how you want to respond in a given situation that comes up in your life. Now, one of the best ways for us to exert control over what we do have control over is to set boundaries. Setting boundaries is a way for us to clearly explain to others and to ourselves what we will and we will not accept. It teaches others how we want to be treated, and it helps us to maintain our own inner equanimity. Boundaries are not ultimatums, 
but they are a way to clarify how we wish to be treated. And when others are not willing to respect those boundaries, then we have set up clear responses about what actions we will take. We may excuse ourselves and leave the situation. We may limit the time that we spend with other people. We may cut off contact altogether. These are all about communicating what we need and what we will accept and following through with those commitments to respect ourselves. Now, another way that we can be better about controlling the things that we have control over is to be clear about our values and the kind of person that we want to be. This makes it easier for us to show up in the world the way that we want to. When we've decided who we are and we are very clear in our minds about who we are, then what other people do and what other circumstances we find ourselves in don't really matter. We are who we want to be. We uphold those values and we stand by our principles regardless of what others do. If our values and our actions change based upon others, then we are not in control of ourselves. We're allowing them to control us. When you're facing a challenging situation, recognizing what you have control over and acting upon those things is not a simple task. It is something that you'll probably fail at. I know that I do it often. But when I take the time to think through the kind of person who I want to be and imagine and rehearse how I want to handle myself, I usually do a much better job. It really comes down to knowing yourself, recognizing what you can control, and taking actions that align with who you want to be. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be good to yourself, be good to others, and thanks for listening. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, head on over to patreon.com slash stoiccoffee and help support this podcast by becoming a patron. Also, swing by our website at www.stoic.coffee where you can sign up for our newsletter and buy some great-looking shirts and hoodies at the new Stoic Coffee Shop. Also, if you know of somebody that would benefit from or would appreciate this podcast, please share it. Word of mouth is always the best way to help this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.